0: You are locked on, Cougars. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of the podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We got a lot to get to ahead on today's show, previewing a showdown, BYU's first trip to Santa Clara to play a basketball game in nearly five years. Yes, it's been that long since the Cougars were out to face the Broncos on the Broncos home court. We'll preview that showdown. We'll also preview the showdown between the number 16 women's program and the Santa Clara Broncos at the Marriott Center, and we'll also get to some BYU recruiting news, some offers going out across multiple recruiting classes. We'll let you know where the latest offers have gone and what I make of the early impressions I have of those prospects. So plenty to get to ahead on today's show. Let's have some fun, my friends. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for January 27th, 2022. What's up my friends? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah, as the executive producer of DJ and PK in the morning, and appreciate you guys making us your first listen here, talking all things BYU. We are your only daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Our goal here, I would say it all the time, our goal is to make you guys the smartest BYU fans out there. Whether you're checking us out for the first time or you've been with us since the beginning, three and a half years ago. All Always appreciate you guys taking the time to check out the show. Let's start off today talking some BYU basketball. The men's basketball program is on the road tonight, uh, taking on the Santa Clara Broncos. Good news right off the top here is if BYU, should they win this game? They were one spot out of the top 25 this week. Davidson, who was off to an undefeated start, had jumped into that number 25 slot. Well, Davidson lost last night. So that should open up the pathway for BYU to re-enter the rankings next week but BYU has to do their part obviously. They got to take care of business on their end. And this game against Santa Clara is actually a little more sneaky than I think most are considering it to be. This Santa Clara team has had an up and down season by and large. They're 12 and 7. They sit in sixth place in the WCC currently. They come into this matchup uh, 2 and 2 in their last four games since missing four games due to COVID-19 issues within the Broncos program. They beat Pacific in the first game back Loss against uh, Gonzaga. Obviously, everybody's losing to Gonzaga. They lost at St. Mary's as well. But then on Monday in a, uh, I guess a makeup game of a postponed contest against San Diego, they prevailed in overtime, seventy-eight to seventy-four. Obviously, BYU very familiar with San Diego, having recently squared off against the Toreros. So there's some uh, crossover there as BYU gets ready to take on the Broncos tonight. It is the first. BYU has played out in Santa Clara since 2018 folks it has been nearly five years since BYU has been on the campus of Santa Clara to play a basketball game and the reason why is because the WCC I believe was in 2019 might have been 2020. I think it was 2019. They adopted the new scheduling format where they actually dropped two games, and you only got one home game against a certain opponent on the conference slate, as well as one road game against conference opponents. And for most of the time since those rules changed, BYU hosted Santa Clara but did not travel to face the Broncos. So this will be the first time in a long time BYU has been out to face the Santa Clara Broncos on their home court. A nine o'clock tip-off between these two teams. It will be televised on ESPN and you if you want to watch it, but it will be a late night. Those of you on the East Coast, my thoughts and prayers go out to you guys. I have a hard enough time, and my situation is unique because I do morning sports radio, morning drive sports radio, so I have to be up pretty early here on the Wasatch Front. 9 o'clock is pushing it for me. I can only imagine an 11 o'clock tip if you're on the East Coast. My thoughts go out to the guys like Yahoo Bugster and uh, my buddy Robbie Huckville out there on the East Coast. You guys are going to be up late, but I know you guys are the diehards, and you guys will be watching it. But this is a big opportunity for BYU nonetheless. I mentioned that Santa Clara, they're not necessarily a world beater, but I think the overall uh, play of the WCC this year is actually at a fairly decent level. I think it's upgraded overall. Now, what do you need to know about Santa Clara? Well, I can tell you the one thing. One thing you need to know about a guy who is a product out of the Utah high school system and he comes from Wasatch Academy, Josip Vrankic. He obviously played for the Wasatch Tigers and is a very, very good basketball player. He's only played in 11 games so far this year for the the Broncos, but when, he's been on the court, when he's been on the court, he's been very, very good. Averaging 14.2 points, 5.5 rebounds, as well as 3.5 assists. He was actually their leading scorer with 22 points in their win over San Diego on Monday night. Was absolutely critical to their victory. Uh, but this is a Santa Clara team that has a lot of talent, and they will be very confident, and I think hyped up as BYU comes to their home court. Jalen Williams is their leading scorer on the season overall. He is averaging a healthy 18.3 Points per game. Six foot six, 195 pound junior out of Gilbert, Arizona. A very interesting game uh, that I see from him is that I interesting game interesting matchup is what I'm trying I should probably say is I wonder how he will do against guys like a Gideon George like a Seneca Knight because they're going to be called upon to guard him and try and shut him down if at all possible their second leading scorer just outdoing doing is Keyshawn Justice a six foot seven senior forward from Madison Wisconsin he's averaging 14.8 points per game and 7.7 rebounds shooting 46% from the field so the firepower for Santa Clara is there. They can match you if you give them opportunities that they're lead players. If you give them the opportunity to go out there and show what they can do, they can match you bucket for bucket. I think BYU, similar to what they've done all year long, is they need to make this game more about their defense than anything else. BYU has proven in games that they can shut down opposing teams' best players, make it a tough night for those guys, and in the meantime, get their players going. A guy like Alex Barcelo, he doesn't need in many cases, to have a quote unquote monster night, and that's actually not his game to go and chase his shot for like 25 shots a game. That's just not how, how he operates. BYU does it as a team, and that's one of the hallmarks of this BYU squad this year is that there are different guys stepping up each year, uh, not each year, each game to help BYU win these contests. So, who will it be tonight? Will it be a guy like Trevin Nell who has a breakout performance? Will Caleb Lohner capitalize on his recent run of Strong play can Seneca Knights hot streak continue? Who knows, but I think BYU they should be favored in this matchup. That's my sincere belief because they're seventeen and four. They're one spot out of the top twenty-five. BYU should go to Santa Clara quite confident in their abilities. But as I said, the overall play of the West Coast Conference this year, I've seen an uptick in the competitiveness. So you cannot afford to have a slip up now. If you want to be a top twenty-five program, you want to be eighteen and four after tonight's game, and obviously getting. ready Ready uh, for your game at Pacific on Saturday. You want to be 19 and 4 come Monday. You want to be inside that top 25, and you don't want to do anything that is going to hurt your possibilities of your seeding, your top 25 ranking. Just take care of business. That is the message for BYU. Just go out there, handle your business, beat the Broncos, then get over to Stockton and get ready for your matchup with Pacific on Saturday. We'll preview that matchup tomorrow. We'll also have a recap of whatever happens tonight. I'm going to stay up late uh, and we will do this show as soon as this game goes final. We'll record it and we'll have it for you guys bright and early. I guess eh, bright and early technically because we put it out at midnight mountain time most nights. So we'll have it for you quickly uh, as soon as the clock strikes mid midnight, you should have that latest edition ready for you guys if you're staying up late uh, trying to wind down from that game, but nonetheless we'll have it all covered for you guys. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we're going to talk a little bit about BYU football. Obviously, recruiting in full swing. They've got a huge weekend upcoming, but they are throwing out offers up and down uh, the recruiting classes from 2022, the current recruiting class, all the way out to 2025. We'll tell you about the latest guys that they have offered. My thoughts after watching their huddle highlights. We'll dig into all of that in just a moment. A little later on, we're also going and talks and BYU women's basketball as they are in action tonight as well, taking on Santa Clara, the Broncos coming to Provo on the lady side of things. We'll get to all of that in mere moments. Today's show is brought to you by NetSuite, and folks, this is the scenario, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Absolute disaster. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated financial software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth as a business. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. The best part is 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already are using NetSuite for the new year. NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked. Yes, you heard that right. Head to netsuite.com slash locked for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. That's netsuite.com slash locked. Thanks again for making Locked On Cougars your first listen every day. I want to encourage you guys, make sure you are following Locked On NFL. It is obviously going to be Super Bowl week soon enough. Peacock and Williamson, one of our lead NFL shows, as well as the Locked On NFL channel, will ha- be well represented on Super Bowl row coming up with the Super Bowl, the conference championship games this weekend. For all the best coverage, make sure you guys check out the Locked On NFL channels, your favorite team channel in the NFL, as well as Peacock and Williamson as they get ready for that trip to SoFi Stadium to cover the big game. Super Bowl 56 this year. Crazy, crazy stuff, but looking forward to that all the same. Alright, let's talk some BYU football for a moment here. Obviously guys hoping to go to the NFL at one point in their career. They are up and down the uh, roster with BYU. Currently But they're obviously looking for the next guys to join the program. Doing a good job on the recruiting front right now. And I feel like BYU is doing actually a very interesting thing, which they're offering guys from multiple recruiting classes. They're obviously trying to put the finishing touches on the 2022 recruiting class while also working towards the future 2023, 2024. And in today's case, one of the offers going out yesterday goes to a 2025 recruit. Yes, a freshman in high school by the name of Aaron Wright also goes by the The name Jet Wright. Now, this is a young man who's not your typical ninth grader. He has reportedly 15 offers from FBS programs. If you look at his Twitter feed, he says he's a USC commit. I don't know how valid that is. I don't know necessarily if USC can absolutely can accept that uh, verbal commitment. I I don't know the rules. You can do anything you want anymore, it feels like. But nonetheless, this is a young man who has got a ton of talent for only being 14 years old. But he's six foot one, 165 pounds. Are saying he's committed to USC? But BYU apparently wants to throw their hat in the ring and see what they can do great size, elite uh, style of play at 6'1", 165 already. Who knows what he will morph into as he continues on through his uh, playing days at the high school level, but he's already got elite size for a cornerback and he's only 14 years old. Who knows what the future can be? Gennaro Guilford, BYU's cornerback's coach, was one that extended the offer. Who knows if this pans out in any way, shape, or form for BYU, but hey, the Cougars are not afraid apparently to swing for the fences, even if it's a guy who's already committed to be a USC Trojan. Now, Now, other offers that have gone out and went out yesterday include an offensive lineman that I am very intrigued by, and that is an offensive lineman by the name of Caleb Lomu. He is part of the 2023 recruiting class out of Gilbert, Arizona. And obviously, the valley down there is producing more and more talent annually and the good news is there's a lot of people down there with connections to BYU whether they're members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints they know somebody who is they got family who is or they just know about BYU being a regional opponent Caleb Lomu fits I think the tailor-made BYU offensive line format that they have right now what I mean by that is This is a guy, he's tall, he's mean, he's got strength, you can tell by watching his highlights. BYU knows exactly what they want with their offensive linemen. They want rugged offensive linemen. Gone are the days of the go fast, go hard. We're going to play with offensive linemen that weigh 260 pounds and can run real fast. But that's not how BYU operates. They want guys who are 6'4", 6'5", their tackles even taller than that, 6'7", 6'8", who are 300, 310, in some cases the interior offensive line guard position positions 330 they want hog mollies they want big dudes and caleb lomu he fits that bill he's got offers already from arizona state and arizona in state washington indiana unlv and san diego state over the past few months according to 24 7 sports daryl funk byu's offensive line coach was the one to extend the offer the film i saw of caleb lomu I'm intrigued. Obviously, he's still got another year of high school football to play, and who knows if BYU is ultimately where he decides he's going to play football, but I am interested to see what happens with that young man. Now, the last offer that went out yesterday was one that goes out to a Juco prospect, a junior Juco defensive back in Carlton Johnson. He's a member of the 2022 recruiting class, so he'd be an immediate enrollee, and immediate eligible to play for BYU were he to pick the Cougars. This is a guy who I was reading up on Cougs Daily, which is great uh, publication by the way Casey Lundquist does a great job covering things and he uh- Carlton Johnson was actually recruited by uh, General Guilford, BYU's cornerbacks coach in the 2018 recruiting cycle before he eventually accepted a scholarship offer to Southern Utah. Uh, Johnson played at his SUU for a little bit, then transferred to Riverside City Com- Junior College, or I think it's RCC, Riverside Community College. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but uh, down there in the Inland Empire, Riverside, obviously many of you will be familiar with. He had a standout season. He's got offers from Fresno State, UNLV, UMass, and then BYU since that season ended. He had a big season on the JUCO ranks, and BYU's hoping to bring him in. He's got two years of eligibility remaining. I, I believe he played two years at SUU. He's used his redshirt year, so he's going to have to uh, get enrolled and play right away. But BYU has made it very clear that if they're going to sign multiple guys at a position in the upcoming signing day, it is going to be a defensive back. They want to bring in at least two, I feel like, maybe as many as three, because they've offered a number of guys recently, and it sounds like they're in on all the guys they've offered so far, both at the JUCO and high school ranks. Ranks. we'll see where it all pans out corbin green is one i've watched his film by the way he is an offer from the high school ranks owasso uh o- was it owasso kansas i think so he is a fantastic player. it might have actually been oklahoma but regardless i watched his film again i am falling more and more in love with that young man obviously he'd be a high school guy so he'd come in with five years to play four, that type of a deal but The good news is BYU is turning over every single stone, trying to upgrade their defensive backfield, and I am very intrigued by the offers they have out there. Now, one other offer that went out yesterday, and I'm not 100% certain if it was a commitment or if it was an offer or what it was, but Porter Small, a local product from Springville High School, put this out. He says, Beyond blessed to have the opportunity to continue my education and football career at Brigham Young University. Thank you, Coach Tuiaki and Coach P. Hadley for believing in me. Let's go, Cougs. I read that as a commitment, and Porter Small is a guy I've actually watched multiple times this past season, calling high school football games. And Springville obviously winning the 5A state title was absolutely thrilling. Porter Small is a very, very good football player. He is a three-star prospect, an edge-type player, six foot four, 235 pounds. Played mainly defensive end for Springville, but I'm telling you what, he could fit in nicely at that jack position, that hybrid defensive end/slash linebacker position that you've seen Pepe Tanuvasa. Uh, playing for BYU this past season. I absolutely believe he could fit into that role. I would imagine this is likely a walk-on offer, preferred walk-on offer, where he'd come to school and uh, try and earn a scholarship down the road. But you can do a lot worse than bringing a guy of his caliber into this program. I really, really like him. He was a first-team All-State honoree. He uh, has a 4.67 uh, 40-yard dash laser time, according to him. His short shuttle, 4.29, 4.29 seconds. So, He's got a lot of talent, folks. I do wonder if, the, if, if he does pick BYU. I'm sure he's got some other offers maybe at the FCS ranks, but Porter Small is one of those guys who I—it screams to me just watching him and having watched him. He's the type of guy that you say, okay, Come here as a preferred walk-on, beat out some dudes, and we're not afraid to put you on scholarship because we believe in your talent. That's what I love about BYU's walk-on program. And the best part about it, you all know this, Built Bar, they're stepping up. They're putting money where their mouth is to help these young men out who are these walk-ons, the so-called Built Bar athletes. Well, they're getting the equivalent of their year's tuition paid via a name, image, and likeness agreement with Built Bar. So, a lot of good things happening for BYU in the recruiting front, and I'm very intrigued as to how things will ultimately shake out in this recruiting class, but I'm not expecting signing day to be a huge deal for BYU with a lot of names announced, but they will sign some guys, and I think the preferred walk-on class, which will not be announced because they don't sign anything that allows them to be announced by the program, I think that is going to be a, another important cog in how we evaluate this recruiting class. Can guys like Porter Small come in and be the players that I could Dax Milne, who showed up, showed out, and is now playing in the NFL. Can you find those guys? I think BYU's doing their absolute darndest to do it. It's obviously hard to do it in this day and age of recruiting because so many people are evaluating every level of football, is looking for that diamond in the rough, but the one thing BYU has proven is they can find that talent, they can develop it, and then they unleash it on the field, and usually to very great effect. Alright, now in a moment, we're going to flip back over to basketball and also talk about BYU men's volleyball. They're back in action Tonight. We'll get to what you need to know before we go here on this Thursday edition of the show. Before we do that, let's talk for a minute about our friends over at Bet Online who would like to wish you guys a happy new betting year. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2020 you. 2022. 2022. Excuse me, 2022. 2022. They have a new year, obviously, and with that, a new updated desktop and mobile website for you guys to sign up for free at today. That's betonline.ag. And while you're there, please use the promo code On to receive your 50% welcome bonus you're right 50% of whatever you deposit the first time added in is free money to bet with it's all courtesy of our friends at betonline just use that promo code locked on to get started with that from football to basketball hockey boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for our from our friends over at betonline.ag which they are the fastest and the easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports once again that's promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus courtesy of Bet Online where the game starts. Hey, Cougar fans, this is Jay Catch with an incredible app that everyone who buys gas needs to know about, and that's our friends over at GetUpside. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play. Use the promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up. It's cash back. Do not pay full price of the pump anymore. Get cash back using the GetUpside app. Just download the app for free and use the promo code SCORE for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first Tank. some people who drive a lot are making as much as two or three hundred dollars a year in cash back and there's no catch the cash gets added right to your account you can cash out anytime to your bank account paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands just download the free get upside app and use that promo code score to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank that's promo code score once again with the free get upside app before we wrap things up here on this Thursday let's talk about the other teams in action tonight around BYU sports we'll start off with the number 16 ranked BYU women's basketball program the men's team is facing Santa Clara in Santa Clara BYU is 16-1 they're 6-0 in West Coast conference play and they welcome the Santa Clara Broncos to the Marriott Center tonight 7 o'clock Mountain Time it will be streaming live on BYUtv.org and the BYUtv app you also can follow the action on Twitter at BYUWBB you can follow that that account i've told you guys if you have not been watching this woman's hoops team you need to take advantage of it rich hart a guy who i've talked about many times on this podcast actually a former sponsor of ours here with his uh insulin iq as well as elevate fitness uh situation he's actually been helping me lose weight we were talking about this in my latest uh, meeting with him he said that man jake i have watched this woman's hoops team they are a ton of fun to watch I'm serious, folks. If you have not watched this woman's hoops team, take advantage of it tonight. You can make it a doubleheader. Obviously, if you can get down to the Marriott Center, I would encourage you to do that. But at the same time, you also can watch it on BYU TV ahead of the men's basketball game tipping off at 9 o'clock. Make it a doubleheader down there in your uh, man cave, wherever you watch these games. Watch this women's hoops team. They are very, very good, and in my opinion, might be even better than the men's team. They're going to have, probably have a higher seed in the NCAA tournament. They believe in themselves, and Santa Clara comes in with a decent record. They're 9-6, 3-2 and, six, three and two in West Coast Conference play. I am fully expecting this women's basketball program, speaking of BYU, to go out, roll to their 17th victory of the season, and stay undefeated in West Coast Conference play. The women's hoops program was tabbed as the WCC favorite earlier on this season, There's no reason to think that they can't not be uh, that team down the stretch and make it to what? A three or a four seed in the NCAA tournament? Make a deep run in the tournament? Be a ton of fun to see that, obviously, but time will tell as they continue to play, but they're in action tonight. 7 o'clock against the Santa Clara Broncos. Also tonight in action is the men's volleyball program. They are taking on the University of Mount Olive. Now, I cannot tell you anything about the University of Mount Olive. What I can tell you is what I know about men's volleyball as a sport is they now call it Division 1, Division 2. They have... programs who compete at both Division one and division two levels competing there's only like 40 Division one division two uh, men's volleyball programs around the country so it's not a huge sport but BYU is one of the elite teams out there the Cougars after their two wins last week over uh, U- UC Irvine moved up to number eight in the rankings this will be their third all-time showing against a th- third all-time matchup against the Trojans uh, Mount Olive is 2 and0 on the season they play in conference Carolinas they enter the season ranked number one in the Conference Carolina's preseason poll so apparently they're supposed to be the favorite in their conference they beat George Mason 3-2 and Queens University of Charlotte 3-1 to open up their season last weekend We'll see how things go. I think the cross-country travel should allow BYU to win this one, but we'll have to see how things shake out. Uh, First match is tonight, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, on TV, on BYU TV, if you want to watch that. Jerem Jordan will be on the call, obviously. you also can stream it on BYUtv.org, as well as the BYU TV app, if you want to watch it that way. There will be a second game Saturday night between the two programs as well. So there you go. Everything you need to know here on a Thursday as we go out the door here. A big thank you once again for your guys' support of the podcast. Please follow the show on social media Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked On Cougars. My personal Twitter feed, if you'd like to weigh in there, Jacob C. Hatch is the handle. And as always, comments, concerns, whatever you guys have got uh, via email, please send it lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys. Love interacting with you guys. And I just simply put, I love doing this show daily. Let me be very clear about that as well. Thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. want to encourage you guys now to get over and check out Locked On Bets. It is your one-stop daily shop for all of your betting needs. Your boy Q and Lee Sterling are your hosts of the show. It's free and available on all podcasting platforms, and I encourage you guys to download that as soon as we wrap up here. And that's going to do it for today's show. Have a great day out there, Cougar Nation, wherever you might be on this Thursday. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for January 27th 2022 and we will talk to you guys tomorrow